I want you to actually successfully manifest everything that you are hoping for and desire in the new year. So I'm here to help you to set intentions like you probably never have before. But I promise you this new year intention setting ritual is powerful AF. And that's because we are going far beyond just deciding what we want in the new year and taking it way deeper than that. Although deciding what you want, who you wanna be, what you wanna experience, all of that is mega important too, and we will be doing that. We're just taking it a level deeper to make sure that you aren't just setting empty intentions with no actual energetic juice behind it, okay? We want your soul to come through in the intentions you are setting this year. We wanna do things in this next year in ways that we have never done them before, to get the results that we have never gotten before. So let's do this. Before we get started, I should mention that this is part two of a three-part New Year intention setting series that I'm doing here on YouTube slash on my podcast. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I will link the YouTube down below so you can actually watch it and hang out in my living room with me. I'm actually sitting on the floor right now. This is one of my favorite spaces to be is sitting on a floor pillow right here in front of my couch. Also, I've just been loving hanging out in this room lately because the Christmas tree is up in here. So it's giving me all the holiday feels. Speaking of holiday feels, you guys, this candle, this candle, it's the, I, I never know how to say it, diptyque. I have a candle issue, you guys. That's like my, that's my weird obsession is candles. This one smells so good. It's one of the holiday ones from Diptyque. This sounds like an ad, but <laughs> it's just so good. Anyways, the holiday vibes are right in here. So that's why I have filmed part one and now part two in here as well. You guys are going to be watching or listening to this part two in this series a week after part one released. But for me, it's only minutes later. <laughs> So I just kind of filmed part one, took a little break, took a little refresher, and now we're diving back in with part two. Highly caffeinated at this point. But listen, I wanted to get this up for you guys because I mentioned this in part one, but I am taking a four-week break and traveling to four different states. Is it four different states? I don't even know. I'm traveling <laughs> for four weeks and just taking a break to basically do the work that I'm guiding you guys through here, which is new year intention setting. And in part one, we covered reflection. So reflecting on the previous year to gather really insightful information to carry with us into this new year, which this is a step that so many people wanna skip because it's just so much easier and people think it's more fun to just focus on those new things that you want. But don't rob yourself of the value that this last year is leaving behind for you, the lessons that you can learn so that you don't have to learn them again in this new year and the things that deserve recognizing and celebrating that you've accomplished or overcome in this past year. So if you have not listened to part one, I will link it down below. Definitely go listen to that part. I recommend that you listen to it before this part because obviously 
they're in order for a reason. And if you want to follow along with the steps actually in a condensed, easy to follow workbook for you, I have a new year intention setting guide, which I will also link down below. It also has an intention setting and soul alignment meditation in it that I just recently re-recorded and we'll be talking more about that in this episode today. But as I mentioned, this is a three-part series. So part one was all about reflection. Go do all that if you have not yet. This is part two where we're actually diving into the actual new year intention setting. So we're focusing on the future now. We're focusing on what we want to create who we want to be in this next year and doing the actual manifestation and energetic work behind it to align to it. So that is what we are diving into here. I explained in the last part, but I'll briefly touch on again. I wanted to film my part three for you guys before going on my break. Part three, by the way, is going to be me actually applying all of the steps, everything that we're going through in part one and part two and giving you the behind the scenes of my own 2023 year in review, my personal reflections, my personal lessons learned, the things that I'm celebrating, the things that I manifested in 2023, and the things that I am learning, growing from, and leaving the fuck behind. And I also wanted to give you guys kind of a behind the scenes and insight into what intentions I'm setting and what I will be manifesting in 2024, and the energy that I will be aligning to as I move forward into this new year so you guys can kind of have a have a knowing of what I'm doing behind the scenes and I just think that'll be fun to have that insight as you kind of follow along with me on Instagram, on TikTok, on the podcast, on YouTube, all the places and you can kind of see the intentions I set and how I'm walking them out throughout the year. But <laughs> with that said, I did want to record that for you today too again before I go on my 4 week break because I am leaving Tomorrow? Two days. Two days. I'm leaving in two days. When you see this, I'll already be somewhere. But this kind of work, this intention setting is something that I take super seriously, if you can't tell. This is not something that I like to rush through. This is not something that I even do in like an hour journaling session or even a two hour journaling session. This is something I really take my time on. And for me, it can take days. If you are wanting to dive into this and you're following along, maybe you're just seeing this video and you're going to go back and watch step one first, of course, and do all those steps. And you want to dive into the new year intention setting guide, which I'll link down below for you. I really recommend giving yourself like a solid weekend to work on it, or at least a day, just so that you can really dive into everything that there is for you to unpack. I explained this more in part one, especially with part one being a lot heavier because there's a lot of shadow work that goes into reflecting. So you definitely want to give yourself the time to process all of those things and move at your own pace. This part, part two, can be moved through a bit quicker, but still personally, I would take like a solid day on it, just clear my calendar, give myself the time to just feel into my intentions, maybe pop a little microdose and just vibe and feel into what feels aligned for me in this next year. Really tapping into it on an intuitive level rather than an egoic level of what I think I should want or what I think I should manifest or what seems like the right thing to go after next, but really tapping into whatever my soul is calling me towards. So anyways, more on that obviously throughout this part and part two, we're diving deep into all of that. But 
sharing this with you to explain that I didn't want to rush through the new year intention setting guide myself. I really want to take my time for it and I have not taken the time to do it yet. I actually have a full week in January set aside to do all my new year planning and intention setting. And listen, you don't need a full week. I take that time because I'm also doing the planning for two businesses, Arcanum LA and Arcanum Academy. And it takes it takes some time to plan for businesses, okay? But with this said, I know I promised you guys in the, not the last, because the last would be part one, but the Good Fucking Energy podcast episode before that, that I would share all my 2023 reflections and 2024 intentions with you guys on the podcast. And I'm not breaking that promise. I promise I still am, just not yet. But like I said, I'm taking this four week break. I'm really going to be tapping into my intuition. I'm checking out of output energy. So creation, providing energy, putting stuff out there, doing things, outputting stuff from my energy. And I'm more leaning back into this receptive era, what I explained two podcast episodes ago as my winter season and just leaning back, filling myself with good soul and brain food. So all the books I want to read, the courses that I want to catch up on and take, the podcasts I want to listen to, binging speeches and Abraham Hicks on YouTube, all of that kind of stuff. That is what I'll be doing over the next four weeks and just tapping into my intuition, unplugging, connecting to the intentions that I want to set. Come that first week of January, I'm laying it all down, planning it all out, doing the actual sit down work of it all to really reflect, do the shadow work healing that we talked about in part one and set powerful intentions for 2024. And after I do that, I promise in January, I will have the part three of this series for you guys and give you insight into my intentions and my 2023 review. But for now, you have this part one, this part two, and I think I'm going to be recording a Q&A that will come out next week for you guys as well. If I have the time, a lot going on over here right now. But anyways, I'm super excited to dive into part two. This is a really fun part. I know the last part was a little bit heavier, but that's shadow work for you. This part is all about expansiveness, limitless possibilities, feeling into what we want to call in and attract and who we want to evolve into in this next year. So this is really fun and exciting stuff to talk about. So like I said, I will link the new year intention setting guide down below for you that also has a meditation within it that we will be talking about throughout this episode. And in case you forgot from part one, that guide is like a step-by-step -step workbook for everything that we're covering here and more. So definitely, definitely check it out. I'll also link Manifestation 101 down below for you too, which I talked about a lot in part one. The five new magic audios that I added to Manifestation 101 are insane. They are so good. I selfishly made them for myself as well because I wanted audios that I could listen to every day, just plug them in and align while I was traveling. So I added a new abundance hypnosis, abundance subliminal, abundance affirmation audio, creator power activator meditation, creator power walking meditation. So those are basically aligning into to your power in the present moment, turning on your manifestation energy, opening yourself to the abundant magic of the universe. It's just all so fucking good. And if you aren't familiar with Manifestation 101, it's basically my manifestation crash course that was created to be listened to over and over again as a manifestation tune-up to quickly 
realign you and get back on track to consciously creating the reality you want. So we explain how manifestation actually works on the subconscious mind, scientific and spiritual level and how to actually apply it into action. Again, low key selfishly made for myself as well because I wanted a one-stop shop resource to get back on track with my manifestations and consciously creating the reality that I want and give me all the manifestation reminders that I like to come back to over and over again, just kept in one easy to access place. So I deliver this as a private podcast feed that it just will show up in your podcast app so you can easily plug into the lessons or the magic audios, the hypnosis, meditation, subliminals, on the go, whenever you want, it's easy access. And I will link that down below for you too. Okay, so part two, you are coming off of part one. You've already integrated all the incredible lessons from the last year, and you are now ready to move forward informed and powerfully into this new year. So let's get into how we are actually going to do this, actually set these intentions and the action we're going to take behind them to really powerfully align and not just write out intentions in our journal, but actually make this shit happen. So one of the number one most important things, and this is like a pillar that so much is going to trickle down from that will help you to align even deeper. One of the number one most important things for manifestation, for setting intentions, isn't just to set the intention to say what you want to manifest, to see happen, but to get into the identity that's behind it. So there is a version of you who has manifested that thing that you want to manifest. And I am willing to bet that they are different than the version of you who is sitting in front of me now. Why do I say that? Because if you were the full embodiment of that version of you who has that thing that you want to manifest, you would have that thing now or be well on your way to it and just clearly see the path to it now. So you may have some things in your life that are like that and that's great. I'm going to help you to fine tune into this identity even deeper because like I said, from identity, everything else trickles down. There's this pillar that I like to teach my students in my manifestation program, Align and Attract. I think I teach it in my manifestation mindset and success course scale as well which is called the hierarchy of change. So basically what this, it's like a inverted triangle. And what this shows us is how most people approach change is from the environment first. So you try to change the things around you. And then from there, there's like skills, behaviors, values. I'm forgetting the order right now. But the most important thing to know is that typically identity is at the end of that list. So basically what this says is that how we typically go about change or essentially manifesting change into our lives is we think we need to change everything in the physical environment around us first, and then we'll become that person who lives that life. The most powerful way to create change where everything actually tr naturally trickles down. So the values, the beliefs, the behaviors, the environment is from attacking it at the source, which is identity. If you told me I could only leave you with one tip for manifestation, it would genuinely be get your identity straight, period. It's that important. And I'm telling you, if that's all that you knew, if that was really all that you knew about manifestation was to get into alignment and start being now the identity of the version of yourself who already has the thing that you're manifesting, 
I have no doubt that you would manifest that thing because like I said, everything else naturally aligns from there. If you are being the version of yourself who already has that thing, naturally you're going to think the way that that version of yourself thinks. You're going to do the things that that version of yourself does. You're going to feel the ways that that version of yourself feels and naturally you will attract those aligned experiences and manifestations into your life. When you change your identity, you change your life, period. And it's important to also recognize identity isn't just the way in which you show up in the world. It's also how you view yourself. And that's debatably the most important part because it starts with you. We can't outsource our identity out into the world, but that's what so many of us do. We determine who we are based on how people interact with us out in the world, how other people have told us we are, have labeled us, have perceived us, have made us feel. But the real power lies within us. We just have to awaken to it and harness it. And so that's what I'm going to help you to do now to set these powerful intentions for your new year, align to the identity, and then naturally attract them into your life. This is the key, okay? You want the you that you want to be, to be aligned with the way that you already view yourself, okay? So to manifest that self, that life that that version of you lives, you need to start seeing yourself as that you now. And that means holding yourself to the standards of that you now, doing the things that that you now does. If that you wakes up at 6 a.m. every morning and journals and meditates and works out, why aren't you doing it? right? If that you doesn't work at the job that you work at and hate now, then it's time to start figuring something else out. We have to get really real with the identity of the version of ourselves who lives that life and meet ourselves there here now as much as we can. Of course, if the physical things are harder to align to right now, like I mentioned, uh, like a job, let's say that you has a booming multi-million dollar business and you now are trying to get your business up and running and also working a nine to five. We need to see ourselves as that version of ourselves now, even if maybe we're needing to still kind of walk out the path in our current physical reality to get there. We can at least, at the very least, see ourselves and carry ourselves through the world, hold ourselves to the standards of, embody the energy of, and embody as many of the actions of as we possibly can of that version now. You need to be the you that you want to be, who is already living the life that you dream to have before your reality will reflect it back to you. Let that sink in. And then the cool thing here, and this is really how I've observed manifestation to work and when I know my manifestations are about to come through. And I just did a podcast episode talking about this as well. It's the one before part one of this series. We go into this. When you are applying manifestation in this way, when you are attacking change from the root of identity, when those manifestations start to come through for you, you are already the complete embodiment of the version of yourself who has and holds those manifestations. So it really is an energy of a fucking course. Like, yeah, of course, this is the life I'm living. I've already been living it 
in my mind, in my energy for some time now. <laughs> like I'm fully acclimated to this. And I've seen this play out so many times in my life. I told you guys in part one, and I talk about this quite often, that as I manifest what I kind of separate into as like new levels of self, and with these new level selves, new levels of my life or success around it, I like to give these next level selves a name, like an alter ego. And this helps me to kind of organize it in my mind. So for example, there was the Brook 2.0, and then there was the Brook 3.0. And in this Brook point oh, right? There's the life that this version of myself lives. And there's the identity of this Brooke 2.0. And it helps me to organize it in my mind by giving her essentially a character, giving myself an avatar of traits, how they be, how they move through the world, how they feel, how they think, the things that they do. And fully mapping this person out, this next level version of myself out helps me to align to them more because it's kind of like, what would Brooke 2.0 do? What would Brooke 3.0 do? Would she do this or would she do that? Would she allow this shit to slide or does she have higher standards for herself? And so I always know my manifestations are about to come through and they always do once that version of myself, that alter ego, right? For the sake of example, let's use the Brooke 2.0. Once I feel and in the total embodiment of the Brooke 2.0. So I'm no longer thinking like, okay, this is how I do things, but Brooke 2.0 would do things this way and working to align to that and working to align to that and working to align to that. I am just completely it. There's nothing more to align to. I'm fully, fully living it, living as the identity of Brooke 2.0. The only thing that's left to happen is for the physical manifestation of whatever that level, next level life that I'm manifesting to come through. And likely by this time, pieces of it have come through, or I, like I said earlier, when you're fully aligned to the identity, I can very clearly see it coming. Other times, sometimes it's like that and it just waterfalls out of the blue. And that's something that I really, I've experienced it a couple times and that's what we call a quantum leap. But I will say that that happens, that comes after I was already fully the identity, the complete embodiment of the version of myself who lives that life, who has those things, who has manifested those manifestations. So it makes sense. And when it comes through, it's very much an energy of a fucking course. So this is the importance of identity and manifestation. So step one in this new year intention setting, I want you to first get clear at essentially your starting point. So I want you to understand the current identity that you have been manifesting from. This is the identity you have been up until this point. This is the identity that you manifested your previous year from. And you've already done the reflection in part one. So this should be pretty easy for you to do. So some questions to help you in determining your current identity and to really get in there. And remember, it's so important in this work that we really create a safe space within ourselves, a really safe I like to say like the non-judgmental observer of yourself. So you create this space that it is safe for you to get raw and real and point out your fuck ups, point out where you've been slacking and do so not from a place of shame or a place of self-deprecation or hatred, but just like being real with yourself. Like the relationship that I have with myself now, and listen, I come from a relationship of self-hatred, but the relationship that I have with myself now is like, what you would have with a best friend. It's loving, but it's fucking honest. (laughs) 
Like I'm not afraid to get real with myself and see my faults, see places for improvement, but do so from a place of loving, compassion, and kindness with myself, knowing that I'm a human, living a human experience, and I'm growing and evolving and seeing my fuck ups and fucking up and calling these things out and learning from them is part of the process. So I just want you to remember this as you go into answering these questions so that you're really coming from a place of raw realness and honesty with self, but also with a ton of love and compassion too. So some questions to ask yourself to help with this. Okay, so some questions to ask yourself to help with digging into this. How have you been identifying yourself? Up until this point, how have you viewed yourself? How do you perceive yourself? What are the thoughts that you think about yourself and the feelings that you feel toward yourself? What beliefs do you hold around your abilities and your potential, especially in relation to your manifestations, your goals, your vision, the things that you want for your life or who you want to become? Imagine that you are very rawly and very honestly describing someone to someone else who doesn't know them at all, has never met that person, and you want to get into as much detail as possible describing this person to the other person. Describe yourself in that way. How do you really identify yourself? We are aware of how we identify and perceive other people often, but we don't really take the time to separate ourselves and kind of have that third person view on ourselves and recognize how we actually treat ourselves how we actually talk about ourselves, the things that we believe about ourselves, the ways that we limit ourselves, the thoughts that we think about ourselves. And often the things that we say or think about ourselves, we would never dare to think or say about another person. So we need to get that relationship with self in check. And that starts first by awareness of how you're even moving through that relation with self. It's something that so many of us just don't bring conscious awareness to, but it's so important that we do. And I promise you, if you change your relationship with self, everything else in your life will change for the better as well. But so this is step one. We really want to figure out that starting point so that we can really, again, kind of like in part one of this new year intention setting series, this is a bit of the shadow work kind of trickling over into this part as well, because we're reflecting, we're really getting real and honest with ourselves of seeing how we viewed ourselves, how we have talked to ourselves and thought about ourselves and felt towards ourselves in this past year or even throughout our life. And this clarity is going to give us insight into the things that we need to improve on or change to really approach ourselves, identify ourselves, and have the relationship with ourselves, view ourselves, talk to ourselves, feel about ourselves the way that our next level self, the version of ourselves we are stepping into now who inevitably manifest the intentions that we're setting for this year, the way that they identify themselves. So this is going to help give us the information that we need to close that gap. I always like to explain a lot of manifestation, whether it's setting intentions or with getting clear on identity as a GPS, right? You can't just plug into a GPS that you want to go to a certain location without also giving it a starting location. Otherwise, it has no idea where in the world you are and where to give you directions from. So we want to get real and shine light on our current location so that we can have the best directions and close that gap to help us get to that next point that we desire to get to. Step two is opening yourself to limitless possibilities. So if you left to this training, this new year intention setting series or this video alone with one 
lesson with one thing from me, it would be to trust your desires and let yourself want what your soul is actually calling you to want. Allow yourself to go after what is actually soul aligned for you. And what is soul aligned for you is what you desire. And when I say what you desire, I mean deeply like heart burning, just like this pull, this call within your soul that you want this thing. And a lot of the time, these desires aren't things that we've ever vocalized or even allowed ourselves to have because of the fear that we can't have it, the thought that we can't do it. Maybe that's not possible for us, but we're really robbing ourselves of guidance from our soul telling us to go after this thing. There's a reason why we desire it, why we crave it. And there's this kind of desire, a soul-aligned, heart-led desire. And then there's the ego desires. Ego desires are desires that we think we want or have forced ourselves to want or other people have projected onto us that we want. And this can happen in so many ways. And this is a podcast episode for itself, soul-aligned desires versus ego desires. But what I want you to understand about ego desires is it's not actually the thing that lights you up. Maybe you think you want it because of how you think people will think about you or feel about you if you have it. So again, it's for your ego. It's for approval. It's for people to think you're cool. It's what has been put on a pedestal in society or projected onto us from media or maybe from our parents or our friends as something that we should want for ourselves or the textbook look of success. But when we tap in and we learn how to connect to our soul, we can feel into if this thing is actually soul aligned, if it actually is something that lights us up. Or if it's something that we have unconsciously just kind of been like, yeah, I want that, right? For example, maybe you think you want this lavish life and to have a multi-million dollar business and drive this car and live in this neighborhood and all these things because that's kind of the picture of success that society has painted for us. But when you really tap in and you feel into that and you ask your soul, do I want this? You feel this emptiness around it. You don't feel like this yearning, this craving, this burning heart desire for it. And then maybe you tap into what you really want and it's to live a quiet life on a beach or an island somewhere in a little hut and not really work that much and just kind of live off the land. Like maybe that's really what you want, but you've never let yourself really want it or dream about it because it hasn't been deemed acceptable by society, by your family, by your friends, and you've wondered or worried about what people would think about you if you really went off and did what you really want to do. So you've pushed this desire down, 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 where it's even hard for you to access it now. But this is where so much of this soul work comes in, really figuring out and aligning to your truth, discovering your truth. And we do this more and more by actually listening, tuning in, following the feelings that feel good to us. When something lights us up, when we feel a sudden spark or motivation or excitement around something, actually following that spark, even if it doesn't make sense to you, even if you don't know why you're suddenly interested in studying economics, (laughs) I don't know, just follow that, follow that interest and trust that there's something guiding you within that. And I believe the universe, our guides, our higher self speaks to us through our desires. So many of us have silenced our desires for so long. And so it's about coming home to that, no longer shutting down our wants, our desires, our dreams, allowing it to be a safe space for if at least anything, just us to let those desires be heard, let those dreams be heard, 
write them in your journal. Hide your journal from anybody else. No one else ever has to see these dreams and desires, but let them come through. Let yourself want them. There's something within that for you to follow. And again, I'm talking those burning heart desires, those things that truly light you up. When you can get into a meditative state and you feel into that thing, you really do feel energized from it. You feel lit up by it. It feels exciting to you. And I also believe that by going after our desires, we're often led down different paths. So you may have a desire for something and by actually following the desire for that thing along the path, you're shown something that's even more aligned for you that you pivot and then begin going down that path to manifest that thing. But you never would have had the awareness for that second thing if you didn't first go after that first desire. And we only know what we have awareness for, what we have already experienced. So sometimes for the universe to get us to the truly limitless and expanded level that we're meant to go to, we need to walk down a certain path before and then be shown something else along the way because we didn't have the awareness for it to even want it in the first place. It was it was beyond what we believed we could have or could even imagine or had the awareness of even existed. So how could we have ever desired it or wished for it, right? This is how we manifest a life that's better for us than we could have ever even imagined by following each of these desires and letting ourselves be guided through them to new desires and expand and expand and expand. Get it? It's pretty fucking cool. And it unfolds, it aligns more and more and becomes so much deeper the more that you continue to say yes, you continue to follow that feeling. I mean, you guys, everything, and I've talked about this before, everything that has led me to here right now, the life that I've manifested, the businesses that I've created, were just following those little interests. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know the life that I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted to do for a career. I did not know. But I had these sparks, these interests, these random bursts of energy around certain things. And I just would follow them. I'd begin to study them and it would lead me to something else and then something else and something else. All of this knowledge, all of this wisdom added up and led me here. Truly. It's one yes after another yes after another yes. Following your heart after following your heart after following your heart. Feeling good and doing that thing and feeling good and doing that thing and feeling good and doing that thing. And this shit compounds and adds up and creates a soul aligned life for you. And this is what I want for you. I want you to be manifesting soul aligned lives this new year. Setting soul aligned intentions, not intentions from the ego of what you think Sally is going to think you're cool for manifesting, but real soul aligned intentions that you're going to think you're cool for manifesting. Hi, kitty boy. <laughs> He's just going to be there for a little bit. So here are some questions to help you realize what you truly want that will help you get to the root of that. So I always like to think about, and this really helped me, if money or time, there were no restrictions, right? So money wasn't a problem. Time wasn't a problem. There was nothing standing in your way and no one would care. No one would judge you. No one would think negatively of you for having this thing, right? What would you be, do, and have? And the reason why I go into, and no one would judge you, no one would think anything about it because a lot of people put blocks around that because maybe your family has told you you need to go down this certain career path or you felt like your friends or the place where you live, people wouldn't accept you if you were a certain way, if you changed and became a certain way, if you started doing certain things. So imagine this world where no one cares. No one's going to judge you for it. No one's going to think anything negatively about you for it. I'm sorry, you guys. Kitty boy in the background right now. Are you taking a bath? 
Anyways, you have to remove that thought of any judgment that people would have around you, any negative judgment around you. I even go as far as to say, no one would know, right? What if no one even knew? And that's when we get really deep. What if no one knew? Because maybe we're doing it for positive praise. Maybe we think, like I've mentioned before, oh, people are gonna think I'm so cool for this. People are gonna love me for this. What if just no one knew? So what if time wasn't an issue, money wasn't an issue, people weren't an issue. There would be nothing bad that would happen to you or to anybody that you love. Everything would work out just perfectly. Everything would be perfect for everyone. What would you be doing have? The possibilities are limitless. Remember, open yourself to limitless possibilities. Another question kind of similar to this is, if you were a billionaire, so you never had to work another day in your life, what would you do, right? How would you spend your time? And I know the typical answer for this is always like, well, I would travel and I would not work and I just watch TV, I watch Netflix, I'd, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, of course. But then what would you do? Because eventually you're gonna go to all the places in the world and you're gonna watch all the shows on Netflix and you're gonna get bored of just sitting around in your mansion. So what would you do with all your time if the possibilities were truly endless for you? Like when I think about that, and I've thought about this a lot, if I had billions and I didn't have to work, I would still do what I do. Like I would still have, bye kitty boy. <laughs> I would still have Arcanum LA, my crystal jewelry brand. I would still do this. Like I love this shit. This is the stuff that I spend. You guys, you guys don't even understand. All my free time is spent studying spirituality, studying manifestation, listening to speeches from Ram Dass or Abraham Hicks or reading books, learning about energy, learning about balance of masculine and feminine energy, learning about money frequencies, learning about success, learning about productivity. Like I love this shit, all of it. Truly, I nerd out about it. So if I was a billionaire, I would still be nerding out about this shit <laughs> and I would still want to talk to someone about it. So I'd probably still be talking to you here about it. And I, I've always had this desire to help people. So I would still be making my courses or sharing online or sharing on my podcast or whatever it may be, because I want to get the information that has helped me out to other people to help them as well. So that's when I, you really know you're doing something so aligned when it's like you would be doing this no matter the circumstance, even if you didn't have to do it right? And when you answer these questions, I don't just want you to focus on the things that you would be, do, and have. I want you to focus on the feelings of it. So how do you want to feel in this experience? How do you want to feel in your desired dream life where the possibilities are endless? Really tap into the feelings of it. Don't let this be empty. It's so easy to cheat ourselves of how deeply we can go in this. Let yourself go deep into this and just know that it is safe for you to dream big. Because please remember that your desires are divine guidance. It is safe for you to allow yourself to hear them, to allow yourself to receive them, and to allow yourself to follow them. What really matters here is that it feels good to you and it lights you up. That is how you know that it is soul-aligned guidance and it is meant for you to go after. Okay, step three here is when I would have you go into the intention setting soul alignment meditation that I have for you guys in the new year intention setting guide. Again, I will link it down below for you, but I'll kind of give you tips to guide yourself through it as well if you want to do that. But like I said, I just re-recorded the meditation and it's really fucking good. So I highly recommend to listen to it. But what I really want you to do is to just slow down 
and silence yourself, silence the world, and just connect to your soul. That's the most important thing here. Whether you listen to the meditation or you do it yourself, it's all about connecting to your soul. And really how we do this is getting into that meditative state as long as it takes you to get into it, okay? Don't set a 10-minute timer. Like give yourself time and space to get into that state. I know when I was first learning how to meditate, I really would have to just free flow it. Like I could not be like, okay, you're going to do it in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I would just have to allow myself to have infinite time to sit, roll my eyes up, looking at my third eye, sit comfortably, breathe. I like to breathe in through my nose, hold, and then release. And this really slows down your nervous system. It takes you from fight or flight. So from your sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, to your parasympathetic nervous system. Sometimes I get them confused, but how I remember it is sympathetic S for stress, parasympathetic P for peace. Again, I breathe in like four seconds, hold for a few seconds, and then long exhale for eight seconds. And I'll do that until I feel myself calm down. I'll know I'm calm when I just feel everything around me begin to relax. It's really you feel it wash over you. Can take 10 breaths, can take 15. Don't even count it. Just do it naturally. Let your intuition guide you. And then naturally you'll know when it's right to just let your breath kind of return to a normal pace and just hang out here and just vibe in the good feelings of it because it's gonna feel really fucking good when you get into that state. It feels really good. And when you feel like you're really connected, like you're in this state of just peace, this is how you know you're connected to source energy, to your higher self. When you feel that that washing over, that overwhelming feeling of just peace and relaxation and connection to self. And in this state, ask yourself, what do I really want? And just sit with that. Don't think, don't try to think or try things on, right? Don't be like, do I want this or do I want this? Or just ask it and be there. And see what you receive. Don't force anything though. Maybe you will see a vision. Maybe you'll see yourself living that life. Again, don't force it. Maybe you'll get just like these downloads or you'll see flashes of things. Maybe you will just receive like this knowing. You might have something come through for you that you've never even considered before. That's so out of left field that you're like, what the fuck? I've never even thought of that. Just allow yourself to be that open channel to receive. And just sit in there, be in that. And do this multiple times if you need to. You can ask yourself, who do I want to be? And again, we can just feel into the feelings of this. Same for the last question. Maybe you just feel it. Maybe it's just a feeling, a vibrational frequency, and that in itself is your guidance. That to me is a message of the universe saying, vibrate here, hang out in this frequency, you're going to attract the things to you. The ideas are going to come to you, the, the aligned people, places, things, manifestations will come to you. It will take form more and more, you will get more and more clarity as you vibrate at this frequency that you're feeling now. So sometimes it's as simple as that. It's just a feeling. Oh, I want this feeling. This is what I really want is this vibration, this feeling. And the great thing is you can you can walk out and you can feel it now. And you can make it a part of your daily routine that you align to that feeling every single day. So same when you ask, who do I want to be? Often for me, when I ask that, it really is a feeling. And it's 
peaceful, it's sure, it's solid, but it's a vibration. And the great thing about this is that then I can have this practice of coming home to that feeling. And it's like tuning into a radio frequency. Like I know when I'm aligned to it and I know when I'm not, but I can tune to get back to it. Even ask yourself, what do I want to feel and experience in this life, in this new year? And then just feel it. Let yourself receive that vibrational guidance. And then step four, is to let the feelings be your guidance and to do the work for you. Because listen, if you want to go deeper into this, into vibration, into energetics, listen to Manifestation 101. But manifestation is all about speaking the language of the universe, knowing how to send out that vibrational message. We don't manifest from our thoughts. I want this. I want this. It's feeling it. Like imagine sending a message to somebody who does not know English, but you can only send it through your feeling. So send, I want this through feeling it. (laughs) Think of your feelings as little antenna receptors for what's aligned. So when it doesn't feel good, that is a notification to your receptors that this isn't aligned. And what does feel good, what does light you up, this is a notification, an antenna receptor, that this is aligned and you're meant to go after more of it. So don't try to think your way into it's right, right? Like let's not create our lives from this logical level of I think I should do this and I think I should do this and this seems like the next right step to make. That's the old way of doing things. That's so masculine, patriarchal. Lean into the feminine and this is whether you are a guy or a girl listening to this, we all have masculine and feminine energy. Lean into the feminine when you are seeking out soul alignment and what is the right path for you because intuition is feminine. Intuition is feminine energy. It's receiving energy. So lean into the receptive energy of not thinking if it's right, but feeling. Pause. Does this feel right? And sometimes we have shit in the way, right? We have like that resistance. We have the, but I should, so shouldn't it feel right? And like all this shit (laughs) that we need to just quiet our mind again and really feel, but does this feel right? Is this what I want to do? Don't be afraid to slow down in your life. That's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last few years, but really this last year and one of the lessons I'm applying into this next year is like, don't be afraid to slow down and check in and not do like a a quickie with it and try to speed your way through it, but really make the time and space to check in and to feel into alignment. And step five is actually setting these powerful intentions. So in the new year intention setting guide, I have a, I want to call it like a worksheet for you guys. And it is an intention chart. So let me explain to you how I best understand pretty much everything in the world. (laughs) And that's through the Holy Trinity, mind, body, soul. I feel like I break down everything in this way. I mean, manifestation included, like I said, Manifestation 101, which again, I'll link down below for you, goes into the science, the subconscious mind, and the spirituality of manifestation. And for me, mind is the subconscious mind. Body is the science. So the physical, what we can actually tangibly understand or measure. And then the spirituality is obviously the soul. And then put them all together into action. And that is how I understand manifestation. So when I'm setting intentions, I like to piece those three pieces of the puzzle together. So we started this part talking about identity. Identity is huge. And like I said, if you just focus on identity, everything's going to trickle down from there because naturally as you're being that identity, you'll think, huh, what is this version of me's energy like? 
What are their beliefs? Do they believe this? No, I think they believe this. Do they think like this? No, they do not think like this. How do they think instead? Right? So as we align to identity, just everything else falls under that and becomes easier for us to understand. Like literally ask yourself, what would my next level self do? And then be that and do that. So in this chart that I have for you guys for setting your intentions, we have identity, desire slash goal and energy. And how I see this is mind, identity, body, the desire, the goal. So the physical, what is measurable for us and then energy, our soul, our vibration. Again, we just talked about that frequency that we send out into the universe and that's how we send the message of what we want to attract, what we want to manifest. That's the energy that we're getting out here. So I want you to fill out this chart for each of your desires and you can reverse engineer any of them. So let's say that you have an identity that you know you want to be. Okay, what's a desire or goal that will solidify for you that you have fully stepped into this identity and what's the frequency of it? Energy. If you have a desire or a goal, let's say you want to manifest a very specific thing. Okay, what is the identity of the version of you who's already who already has that thing, who's already living that reality? And then what's the frequency of this? What is the vibration of this version of you who has this thing and you having this thing? And we want to get clarity on all three of these. Then we're tying together mind, body, soul, the subconscious mind work of manifestation, the scientific side of manifestation, the physical and the spiritual side of manifestation. Listen to Manifestation 101. It will explain this a lot more for you and you'll understand it way deeper. But even if you don't, without going into the intri- intri- intricacies, intric, intricate, intricacies, intricacies. You know what I'm trying to say here without going into the intricacies. Guys, I can't say it. I can't say it, but without going into all of that, okay, we can just focus on identity, desire, goal, and energy, and you will get amazing results from aligning to these three things and just understanding it on that level even. And then I actually want you to utilize this intention chart. So I don't want you to just write it all at once and forget it, you know, stuff it somewhere in your drawer and just never look at it again. I want you to actually utilize this chart, ideally at the start of each day, because I find it, people always ask me like, when's the best time to align your energy to meditate? You can meditate at any time of the day. Of course, you can meditate multiple times a day, but the best time, to really get your energy straight is at the start of your day because then you are getting right for your day, you know? Then you're moving through your day aligned to that energy. Otherwise, I mean, anytime you can do it is great if you wanna do it morning and night, morning, afternoon and night, but just starting your day with aligning your energy and aligning yourself to this identity of self, reminding yourself of your goals so that you can really stay on track. You're training your subconscious mind like, hey, this is what we're moving in alignment towards. Aligning to the those frequencies, feeling that energy, sending that energetic message out into the universe. And like I said, getting into the alignment of the frequency of that identity of that next level self to walk through your day as that version of yourself vibrating at that frequency. Like, of course we want to do it at the start of our day, right? So I recommend reviewing, looking at, utilizing your intention chart at the start of each day. So reminding yourself of your goals, reminding yourself of who is this version of me? What are they like that has done this? What is the frequency of it? And aligning full picture to all of them. You can also turn this intention chart into a vision board, of course, which is what I do. So then I will, you know, find images and things, words, phrases from all this work that I do here in the New Year Intention Setting Guide. And I will put it into a vision board because I just love 
utilizing a vision board as like my laptop screensaver or my phone screensaver or just letting my subconscious subliminally take it in all the time. But even if you do do that, I would still have a written format. For example, this intention setting chart to just remind you where it's clearly written out for you rather than just the photos, if that makes sense. So I think both are great to utilize. So then your work moving forward in this new year, now that you have reflected and you have learned from the powerful lessons from the past year, you've applied the learnings as you set intentions for this new year, and you've set powerful intentions, created clarity around the frequency and identity tied to these intentions to move forth powerfully into manifesting in the new year. Your work moving forward is to continue to align. Align your identity. Again, ask, is this what my next level self would do? Align your energy, your frequency. Align your mindsets, your beliefs, your actions. And this is something that I'm gonna talk more about in part three, in the part when I talk about my intentions for the new year and the energy I'm aligning to, but this is important to just mention here uh, because it applies to everyone. Relax into that surrender, that flow, the allowing energy. Remember your desires are guidance from the universe. Allow that guidance to come through for you. Create space to get back into that state that we mentioned in the meditation portion of this, where you are just that clear channel and connected to your soul for the universe, for your guidance, for your higher self, to send you messages, to send you guidance. Be in that feminine energy of receptivity to allow yourself to receive the intuitive nudges, to be willing to hear them and then take action on them. I always see it in my brain like being a leaf. <laughs> like allow yourself to be that leaf that the wind flows and you've set the intention out there. You've told the universe what you want. It is out there and now the universe is guiding you there. So don't resist the guidance. Allow yourself as a little leaf to be carried by the wind to exactly where you wanna go. And trust that that guidance that you receive, your desires that come up for you, those intuitive nudges, those feelings of bursts of energy or excitement or motivation or you feeling lit up around something, this is the universe guiding you and it's safe to flow in that. It's safe to allow that to carry you. So be more in that feminine, be more in the energy of allowing. Once you have finished this new year intention setting guide, you have already powerfully sent out your intention for the new year out into the universe. So do not be surprised if things start moving and shaking in your life already. You've set the intention. So things are going to start to happen to lead you there and to align you to that life that you have decided to manifest. So allow those things to happen. Allow change to happen because you cannot change. You cannot transform your life and stay the same. The math is not mathing. You must allow change for there to be change. So again, just be in this receptive, this lean back energy. Be the leaf that's flowing in the wind and let yourself be guided. Allow the change to happen. Allow the transformation to happen. Allow yourself to receive the guidance. Allow yourself to flow with the plans that the universe has for you because that intention is set so you can trust that it's taking you there. And that is it for part two. Again, I will link the guide, the new year intention setting guide that also has that soul connection meditation down below for you guys. So you can actually have this all condensed into a workbook to work through. I'll also plug manifestation 101 down below for you. Please let me know if you listen to the new audios that I just added or any of manifestation 101 for that matter. But Really excited to hear what you guys think, especially you guys who already have Manifestation 101 and have already reached out to me and told me 
all your thoughts about it and how much it has helped you, which by the way means the world to me. You have no idea, but I would love to hear what you think about the new audios, the meditation, hypnosis, subliminals, because I'm fucking obsessed with them (laughs) and I want to hear what you think about them too. So all of that will be linked down below for you guys. I mentioned in the first part, I've also recently shared some charities to consider donating to this holiday season on my Instagram. So it's all under the highlight give on my Instagram at Arcanum Life. So please, please, please go check that out. And I thank you in advance for sharing the love and doing what you can to support the people who really need it right now. Part three will be next. Like I said, I might have a Q&A for you guys. I will have to see. I'm running out of time today. So we'll see if I can record it tomorrow. It doesn't even matter for you because this is already, you're you're already watching this from the future. So by this time, I'll know if the Q&A has been recorded or not, but I might have a, a Q&A for you guys while I'm on this break that will be dropping. If so, if I do have that Q&A, it should be dropping next week. If not, promise that I'll do the Q&A in the new year. And also part three to this series where I'm actually applying all of this to myself and giving you guys the behind the scenes of my 2023 reflection lessons learned, achievements, manifestations that have come through and things that I'm leaving behind and moving forward to in the future, but taking the valuable lessons from and applying to my future and also the intentions, the manifestations uh, that I will be manifesting in 2024 as well. That is part three and I will be sharing that with you guys in January when I get home from my travels and I have sat down, done the work that you are doing now and am ready to share it all with you. So with that said, I hope that you have loved part one and part two, and I hope that you are having a wonderful holiday season. Please take time for yourself. I know the holidays can be a weird time for some of us. They can feel lonely. They can bring up a lot. So please just take time to love yourself. Remember that you are loved. Remember that you are important. The world needs your light, so continue to shine it. And I'm so thankful to have you here. It's been such a great year. I'll cover all of this in part three when I kind of reflect on 2023. But really, I just want to share with you that I am so thankful to have you here. And your messages mean the world to me. To hear how Arcanum or and the things that I share here has helped you. To hear how much you guys love my creations from Arcanum LA. Like it just all means the world to me. This is really my dream. Like straight up, this is my dream. So thank you for being here and I love you. Thank you for trusting me to guide you in your new year intention setting. I cannot wait to hear how all of this is for you and the soul aligned intentions that come through for you. Please, please share them with me. If you can, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That would help a ton. I will link the podcast down below if you're watching this on video format. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I will link the YouTube down below as well. All the links, all the links and things will be down below. Okay, I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon. Sending you so much love and so much good fucking energy. Bye.